Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Thank you very much. This is the C Barnacle Show with Switzerland Monroe and Ripley with an I. Man, it feels like just yesterday we were in here. We've had a kind of an upgrade for the studio. Yes, yes. I I rather like the the name of our new studio. Would you like to share it? All right. It's the middle of nowhere studio, and we're out in the middle of nowhere. So it's perfect. So if it's a little jank sometimes, well, just think about it's because we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Also, it's really cool because you sit on this yoga ball. That's 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 cool. Yeah, my I got a big yoga ball for my chair, and he's got a tiny green lawn chair. Oh, how do I get a yoga? Actually, I don't want no yoga ball. I'm not gonna. Say I got that. a little one. You can have that one. No, I don't. I don't want your secondary yoga ball. The sec- yeah, <laughs> it's it's the well, it's actually it's the tertiary. We're gonna be. Honest. Oh shit! It's the tertiary. Oh man, I, I also appreciate the fact that you presented the opportunity to use the word tertiary. Yeah, you have <laughs> to use it every now and then. But how was your week? Uh, same old, same old. Getting ready for the show uh, out there. I voted. That was pretty cool, I suppose. Um, I saw people in the drive throughs There were so many cars in the drive through Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I just put on the mask and went inside. And it took about 10 minutes <laughs> to walk in, get checked in, yeah, and get everything done. And I was like, wow. What? Yeah, I I usually don't vote, not because I don't think it, I definitely think it matters, but I don't vote because I usually just get screwed no matter who wins, so. But, but, but you gotta vote sometimes. You don't know, you can't make a difference if you don't vote. Don't don't follow what he's saying, that's, that's his choice. The rest of you vote, I voted, vote, go vote. Maybe like locally, yeah, but I feel like anything larger than that, it's just kind of like a scam, but whatever. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But, well, what was this PBR Cannabis Seltzer? Oh, that's uh, Pat's Blue Ribbon, that terrible-ass beer that people pretend to like. Have you ever had a Pat's Blue Ribbon before? When I was, like, 18, maybe. See, it, it, I think it comes from, like, the New england area. Those motherfuckers drink that, right? I have, I have no idea who drinks Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's supposed to be one of those generic beers. It's supposed to be on the level of Bud Light as far as one of those generic beers. But I don't know. I, it just didn't do it for me. I don't know. But maybe, maybe what they what have they done to it now? It, it says a small dose of THC in every can. Is this in Colorado or something? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I guess. Uh, it doesn't really say, honestly, in this article. It just says that's what they... I'm, I'm going to assume it's for that market over there because, I mean, they're not going to market it to us. Well, it says California. Oh, California. Okay. Well, they're taking past Blue Ribbon and how much of THC are they putting in this? Is it, like, worth it? I mean... I, it doesn't really, it says five milligrams, maybe. <laughs> five milligrams. Well, I guess that's just, if you have a, it's like how much. That's uh, like a, that's like a piece of candy, like a, like a little tiny mini Reese's cup or some shit like that. Five, five milligrams is like, if you have zero tolerance, you, you'll be good. So, so that means if you drunk several of them, like a six pack, then you would kind of feel something. If if you had like low or like or if you had like medium or low tolerance probably yeah and it doesn't really say but the thing is how much it is so I mean if I but I guarantee you it's not gonna be cheap it's probably not gonna be cheap but also who would want to drink that much Pat's Blue Ribbon regardless of their be the fact that they even had to do that it just lets me know what what's who going they on are. Yeah, yeah it's just like all right it's terrible. 
how about if we just put some weed in it? Will you please? Will you drink it then? And then you got the son that's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll do it. I'll drink it. Yeah, fuck it. Like, fine. I mean, if you, if you like it, let me know. If anybody who lives out there, I'll talk to some people. I know some people that stay out there. See what they think. I, I don't know. It's not for me. Not for me. Fast food, river. Not for me. Yeah, I like. I like the local stuff like Buffalo Bayou or eight, you know, ninth eighth one. Eighth yeah, wonder, I almost said ninth wonder. The, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a beat maker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eighth wonder. They have like the the people's champ Paul Wall. Like that that one's a really good one. The pad at the was it the the like the dome foam and all the that dome foaming. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Like that one. They got. That's that's a pretty good one. So Houston's man. got lots of beers. It just depends on what your preference are. Any type of choice for your craft beer needs, you can probably get it out there, right? There, there's a lot like uh, Saint Arnold's. I like. I'm not as big on Saint Arnold's as or Carbach. I like, uh, like I said, I, I like Buff Brew. That's some good stuff. I just I I, I like Carbach. I've I haven't gone and gotten like been there i don't know what people are doing to go there or how, how i'm sure it's open now i just don't want to go <laughs> I, I just go to the store and get the beer if i want it but yeah. i mean there's so many of them i guess mostly i'm a i like love street and i yeah. a ton of time hopadillo's cool yeah i gotta be in the mood they, I mean, it's good beer. It's just like the thing with me is like I'm one person. I can't drink like five different beers at once. That's <laughs> I might die. I, I used to that. be able to do that when, when I was like 24 or five. Yeah, the bottles. I, you know, they have the uh, the six packs to make your own six packs still at certain places and like Kroger's and HEB and HEB yeah. Foodorama. Pick, pick six. Yeah, you pick six. And if you really want to get drunk and be, you know, lonely and housewifey, you can get the six pack of bottles yeah. of wine. But uh, damn, that's that's sad. If you have to drink six bottles, uh, can you even survive drinking six bottles of wine in one sitting? Is that even possible? I mean, I, I guess it depends on how terrible the wine is. I mean, I don't know. If people drink boxes. How many? I mean, the box wine is thirteen percent. That's pretty high. Like. I had a professional. It's like wine, anywhere so. between eleven and fourteen for the box wine, and like that's, really, really good wine is like usually about fourteen or fifteen. That's pretty. That's pretty high considering. And then the dessert wines are like eighteen to twenty. Shit. Yeah, those are like crazy high, but you're only supposed to drink like little tiny amounts with your desserts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, fuck that. This is America. We everything in excess. What? How dare you tell us to drink only a little amount? Now we're gonna drink more because you said that. Well, yeah, that's why we do whiskey and like high proof alcohol, like wild turkey, like one hundred five or whatever the hell it is. And you could like spit hot fire with that shit and wild turkey stuff. You can like put that in your mouth. Probably Canadian. (laughs) Who knows? But uh, like uh, there's there's one whiskey we had in college. It was called uh, Canadian Hunter. <laughs> Canadian Hunter. And we drank it all the time. It was hilarious. But uh, <laughs> um, Canadian Hunter, like, they always try to, like, make, like, an American Hunter joke. It was hilarious. <laughs> like, like, uh, what, like, what kind of whiskey could we make with, like, what, like, what would be the logo of that, of the American Hunter? Would it be just, like, some, like fat dude with a fucking <laughs> cell phone ordering food or <laughs> that'd be a good logo to have on whiskey people would feel comfortable and they would be like you know what that's the type of logo i can stand behind i feel like it's so familiar and it's so comfortable the canadian hunter logo is like some like dude with like a husky in like the mountain wilderness of canada oh, with like a gun <laughs> <laughs> It's like they, 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 there's no Americans that look like that. Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I like whiskey. Uh, I haven't really drank a whole lot of whiskey lately because, nah, 
I, I like scotch. Scotch is cool. Scotch, scotch is, is cool. more mine. But it's more thing. serious for me. It's more it's like a, a serious whiskey. Well, it's expensive as shit. <laughs> like the yeah, $25,000 bottles of scotch. And the most expensive I've had was the the uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label Ghost. Oh, yeah. Oh, the ghost. It was like Ooh, $700 or something. like That's as fancy as I've gotten, which is not that fancy, believe me. Like, there's some bottles out there that are so rare that they have to be sold at auctions. Damn. Like, they found these casks at the bottom of the ocean once, and each bottle was like a million dollars each. It's like Damn. people take that scotch super... Well, it's like a business thing. Like like if the occasion is worth drinking a glass of like a million dollar scotch, then it's a pretty important thing. What in your life would happen that you would need to drink a million dollar scotch? I don't know, maybe being like a globalist and taking over the planet or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> or it's like my daughter's wedding, maybe. <laughs> That's about daughter. it. Those are the only two things that come to my mind. Or you're the last man standing in the purge and you're slaying on your friends and foes. Yeah. And you drag your axe back up to your house and you sit back and kick your feet up and have that million dollar scotch. Yep, that's exactly what you do. <laughs> or it's like, or do you buy someone? I don't know. Like those, like you know, what was that episode of Family Guy where Meg was being sold to like the black market? <laughs> yeah, well, that actually happened. So like you'd probably that's like an occasion. Like you buy someone, then you have like a tw- million dollar glass of scotch. That's awful. So for villains around the world. Yeah, so what we're saying is expensive scotch is for villains. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a bottle of million dollar scotch, we're going to automatically assume that you're a terrible person. (laughs) You have, what is it, sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their hands somewhere? (laughs) Sharks with laser beams. (laughs) And then they got, uh, what's his face, Seth Green, to come in. He's like, I got sharks with laser beams. And he's like, I did that three fucking movies ago, asshole. (laughs) I kind of miss that stuff. I I wish the dude uh, rebooted that. He came back uh, to, it was like a skit or whatever, like Jimmy Fallon. Well, yeah, Jimmy Fallon has to pay for shit like that to be be relevant. But (laughs) you know what's even more relevant? Five Houston restaurants where you can dine with a view. Oh, I would love to dine with a view. So here we go. Rainbow Lodge, 2011 at Ella Houston. Oh, Ella, I know that place. Yeah. So Gulf Coast inspired wild game dishes in Heights area stalwart nestled into a wooden enclave along the banks of the White Oak Bayou. So you pretty much you just get to like take in the whole scenery of the of the area and it looks it, it kind of looks like uh like kind of like a jungle. They have exotic meals and stuff. You can get fancy exotic expensive meals there like elk and such things like that. It's a log cabin inspired features large windows i mean looking at the picture it it looks kind of like uh like uh, ewok like village (laughs) like kind of like there's like these like wooden walkways yeah yeah it looks nice really nice and uh sometimes they have music live music there um fridays or so i don't know if they started doing that again but they 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 would have that so it's a good place to take someone on a date yeah Okay, so this article is cheating. It, it says uh, number 13, but it's in Galveston. 7809 Broadway, Galveston. Uh, I mean, just looking at the view, it's the Pelican Rest Marina, and, and it's just like boats, water, docks. You know, you got the thatch roofs of the huts. It's it's really nice looking, and obviously it's going to have really good seafood. I've never been there, but I definitely want to now. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but I yeah, love I'm excited. any opportunity to have seafood, and I want to try different things, especially in Galveston. I haven't been there, but I've had some of the different restaurants. I mean, of course, there's ones. Uh, you ever was it the Bubble Gump? You ever had that? Before? Yeah, 
Yeah, I had bubble gum. Of course you have to have bubble yeah, you gotta gum. You got to have that. Start with that. <laughs> I mean, there's there's tons of local places all in Houston and Galveston that do amazing like crawfish and shrimp and gumbo. It the Houston, like we say in pretty much every re- every episode is like the it's the home of fusion. And I'm going to shout out Crajan. I don't even know if they exist anymore, but the whole like Cajun Korean barbecue fusion, just it's amazing. If you can find them, try it. But okay, so back to the article. Third Coast Restaurant, 6550 Burtner Avenue, F6. It's not a traditionally beautiful view, but it's definitely unique. You get to sit on top of a building and you get to look at the cityscape. Uh, it's from 3 to 7 p.m. And your guests or colleagues in the morning will be treated to classic favorites as well as a healthier light bites. The dinner items are, are like Cajun and delicate seafood like we were talking about. A double-edged sword some will love because, yeah, it's, it's, it's up in the the skyscrapers and stuff and so some people are gonna like it and some people are gonna hate it but i mean if you're gonna go there in the first place i mean come on get you some pan see it filet mignon like it's <laughs> i mean it's it's in the uh, center of several healthcare facilities that's fancy and so the grove and 1611 lamar it's a pretty much like a Discovery Greens dining centerpiece doubles as a sleek treehouse that serves up the new, er- new American fair. The Grove has a backdrop of manicured oak trees, touring art exhibits, and lively activities will accommodate any type of gathering. So yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, you're essentially in a treehouse made of glass in Discovery Green. So check it out. It looks cool from the pictures on the on the website. It shows a lot of them pouring wine, and ooh, they have Hendrix gin. That's nice. They have cheeses, cheeses, ooh, different types of cheeses. I love That's cheese. Nice. Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola. I, where can you get a good Gorgonzola? I've been looking for some and I can't find it. Uh, Specs maybe no. Specs. The Specs have Gorgonzola. Because I looked at uh at some of the the the, um, the new H E B off of Shepherd. They have all sorts well, of cheeses. Well, if H-E-B doesn't have it, have it then you're going to have to go to like a specialty like cheese market. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like I'd have to do a whole lot of work to actually go do that. And I don't want to. So next on the list is going to be Brenner's on the Bayou, First Birdsall Street. It's a name. It, as it name applies, Brenner sits along the Houston's Buffalo Bayou. While it's been at Memorial Park adjacent property for 13 years, the first location was founded in the mid-1920s. And it's beautiful. It's green. It's like a house-looking thing. It's very nice. Uh, There's a waterfall. There's a waterfall. Peach cobbler martini. Uh, Wait, wait. Did you say a peach cobbler martini? Yeah, I could only imagine. Okay, so is it like... See what I envision is like a martini glass, but then it turns into like a bowl, and then you get, a, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like a peach cobbler with the martini like thrown on top of it. <laughs> but I still bet it would be delicious. A scoop of bluebell. Oh, you gotta have the bluebell. Yeah, the same old. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at their menu. Got the same thing as. Uh, oysters on the half shell, lobster cocktail. They got oh, they have hot roasted oysters. Ooh. So another one is B and B Butcher's Restaurant on eighteen fourteen Washington. It's a it's a top deck seating steakhouse, Houston skyline, French inspired. Uh, lots of plants. You get to see the tops of the trees, the tops of the buildings. Uh, I mean. It looks pretty good from the pictures, uh, but I mean, you know how Houston looks, so I mean, it's you know. Kinda... You can place your orders online there. Yeah, wow. Benjamin Berg. It's nice. It looks really, really good. And so the next restaurant I've actually been to, it's a really good one. It's Brennan's Houston, thirty three hundred Smith. 
I actually know people that uh, work there and do business with them. Nice. The Midtown Restaurant and Closed Patio will transport you to a New Orleans, especially if you go for weekend jazz brunch. The Arcadian-style decor is the perfect backdrop for dishes like the Snapping Turtle Soup, Goldfish Dishes, and the Texas Bass Creole. I don't even... Bouillon Bays, if that's how you say it. Bouillon Bays. Some non-Cajun options includes roasted quail, pepita mole, uh, which merges Texas with quail with Mexican mole. What quail? You've got me a quail. You have you wait. You said you ate there before. Brennan's is awesome. What, I, what did you get when you went there? I had the the um, sirloin. You had a sirloin. Huh? I had a sirloin. How do you like your sirloin? Rare. Oh, I like shit. it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It is. It was amazing. I mean, they have other di- like I'm very basic when it comes to food. Like, just give me a nice like sirloin or filet mignon or something. You know, like. Fancy shit that's like basic though, but these guys have some like really awesome dishes that I'm I'm excited to try. Wow! And Brennan's was the last one on the list. So check those places out. Those sound really really good. It's been a long time since I've had a really really good steak that I didn't cook myself. It's really good. So speaking of, we're not gonna. And uh, I guess we're going to move off of restaurants. We're going to be with your cousin, Bars. We got something interesting here. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah, I love like the first cut. Well, I like the first ones because I was a kid. And everybody had a, had a crush on, you know, what's her face. And it was nice. But then like I really lost interest by the end because I was like, all right, get to the point already. So. But yeah, I love Harry Potter. Um, so there is according to culture map on here, we have a new Harry Potter themed bar in Dagon Alley. It's called the Muggleless Bar. It'll open it opened today at seven eleven Main Street and it has wall to ceiling magical decor and photo op stations where guests can take selfies from the Hogwarts Express platform nine three fourths and the Cameroon areas of Gryffindorf, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, and Ravenclaw. You don't have to wear a costume, but you they encourage it. Dude, I I'd go I'd go as um what what was that like thing that the Dementor? That's what I'd go. I'd go there and I'd just suck people's souls out of their body and steal their money. <laughs> also, as it said, children and adults are welcome, but no muggles will be admitted. <laughs> oh man, what if I wanted to role play as like Hermione's parents? Like no muggles. Then I can't dude, then I'd file a lawsuit for discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> And they're going to have family-friendly activities like a contactless hunt for the golden snitch (laughs) and an opportunity for children to create their own magical polyjuice potion with sherbet and dry ice. That's cool. And then after 8.30, it switches to a 21-plus bar with Harry Potter-inspired cocktails, a DJ, trivia contests, and more. And you'll get food options like Weasley Jumpers, which is a jalapeno, sriracha, deviled egg, Hagrid's fried tomatoes, Hogwarts hot wings, and Dobby's pasta, which is fettuccine alfredo with chicken or shrimp. So it's 20 bucks for children 4 to 13 and $30 for adults. So if you're 14, you're an adult. (laughs) Yep. Time to start paying bills. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get a job. <laughs> and visitors are limited to two hour blocks. So you're gonna stay for two hours, then you gotta get your shit and leave. Yeah, I mean, I'd stay there for the entire two hours. Well, I mean, I'd probably like get back in line. <laughs> so let's see. Parties are limited to six or fewer. Social distancing. Yeah, they do all that. And the hours are Monday through Wednesday, 5 p.m. to 12 a.m., Thursday and Friday, 4 p.m. to 1.30 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, uh, Sundays 11 to 2, and Saturdays 11 to 2, and Sundays 11 to 12. 7-Eleven Main Street. Yep. Wow. And But the thing is, it's going to be gone after November 8th. Aw. 
So you better get it while it lasts. Yeah, that's sad. Someone's going to buy that and, like, open it for real. I mean, come on. That's such a, like, that's such a money maker. We got to do that. Let's go down there and buy that and just keep it open forever. We're going to keep sort of with the Halloween-y type theme. So we're going to talk about some Halloween movies right after this break. Enough with the loud maker talk. It's time to get down to basics. You need a lawyer and I want to be there for you. You keep fucking, I mean, you keep messing up and I'm going to come in and save your ass every single time. So you need someone like me to stand in for you. I had some troubles growing up uh, when I when I was a kid and I said that I would never, ever let anyone hurt me again. And I would use other people's pain and explore I mean, and use that to be able to help other people. So you can call me right now at 756-892-6286 and, and, and ask for Ralph Brownstein. He's here to fight for you. Ralph Brownstein, lawyer, esquire, millionaire. Who, who, keep, who keeps coming up with these commercials? <laughs> hey, as long as people pay for it and 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 get in on here, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if I ever break my leg off of getting hit by a truck, I'll definitely call Ralph Brownstein. <laughs> hey, that guy knows what he's doing. He's he's been at it for a long time. So, uh, let's see. I got I've been looking at some stuff. You know, it's Halloween. I love. I like scary movies. Do you like scary movies? Yeah. What is your favorite scary movie? I like Evil Dead, the first one. Oh, Evil Dead. That is a classic right Yeah, there. with Bruce Campbell. I mean, I'm a I like practical effects. That entire first movie was pretty much all practical effects. <laughs> That's what's up. And so, uh what about it, what about nowadays? What's a newer one you've seen lately? I'm sure it's been a while since you watched the horror one cuz they're Damn. Nice. Well, it's been a long time. Um, the the most recent movie that I can think of that I really liked was Event Horizon, and that was like in the nineties. Damn, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and that's like uh, there's like a spaceship that like went to hell and then became a demonic spaceship and then like killed people. Oh, it's very that, interesting. That sounds interesting. Lemony Stickers, that sounds interesting. Yeah, the demon-possessed alien spaceship kind of thing. That sounds very video game that, It's It's a good one. I, I guess um, for horror, that, that that's the thing. Well, I I think about it. I'm like, that's not horror. Like, but well, I mean, I saw, What is horror, really? I like the aliens. Like, the what, new what aliens is What do you consider horror? Because horror is broken down into different genres Yeah, now. there's like slasher and like gore and yeah. like yeah then there's like the paranormal activity and, and the survival thriller horror there's yeah. it, it horror just kind of like separated into a bunch of different genres now but i mean i think it's gonna be a little bit easier for us to decipher because this is the best horror movies on netflix for halloween yeah Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we can come up with some good things. Maybe we've seen some of them. I'm pretty sure we've seen some of them because I mean, it has classics like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, yo, there's a whole bunch of them. Yo, the platform. I saw some of that. Did you see that? Platform. It. If you liked Old Boy, you'll definitely like the platform. It kind of has a lot of the same themes, but at the end, the end is like a is like a nice little twist. But it's essentially like you're they're in this vertical prison, and the platform has like a fuck ton of badass food on it, and there's two hundred floors, and the platform goes down a floor every like five minutes or so, and so you have that much time to eat. And so if the when the platform gets all the way to the bottom, usually there's nothing left. It's a very good movie. I seen one of them on here that I saw. Um one BR. I actually watched that one recently. Have you heard yeah. of that one? No, I haven't. So that. one BR, I guess that stands for one bedroom. It's about this chick she's 
I guess she's pissed at her dad because yeah. he cheated on the mom and they got a divorce. And so I guess the mom, whatever. So she moves to a new community and she lies and like takes her dog there. They don't allow any dogs. And apparently no some, dogs. I'm sorry. It's some weird community where the neighbors there aren't what they seem and there's some creepy shit going on there and it it, it had an interesting ending at first i was like wait what the fuck is going on with these people what's going on yeah it's it's really as you as you get deeper into it you're like whoa so i don't want to i know i'm i'm saying stuff about it but not really giving it away but like i said it's more to the the community that meets the eye and that's what makes it interesting. And the links they go to keep things the way that they are are, yeah. are, are, are it's interesting how that works too. So check that one out. That's one BR. Uh, yeah, another classic. Uh, we have Sleepy Hollow with uh, Johnny Depp, Tim Burton. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's about this dude back in the day, and he comes headless horseman. Oh yeah! And look, hey, look, Evil Dead's on on Netflix. <laughs> so if you want to see one of my favorite movies of all time, IMDb gives it a seven point five. I say fuck you, it gets an eleven. <laughs> it really is kind of a next level movie. I mean, it's not in terms of production. It's definitely a B movie. But it's it's amazing. Another one I watched um, was The Lodge. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's is, I mean, I know Alicia Silverstone's in it a little bit, but it's not. Uh, it's it's about this girl who, I guess, she breaks up a family. I was like, oh, okay, it was a dad. He yeah. was working with a chick, and she ends up being from a history. She came, she came from a cult. That's what oh, it was. Okay. She got rescued from a cult, and she and, and the dad helped. And so the dad and the mom got divorced after he helped her through that. And then so kids uh, get stuck during the weekend during Christmas time in a lodge waiting for the dad who has a business job. He's like, I, I'll be there in a couple of days. But look, I want you to get to know each other. You sit here and I'll get there in a couple of days and then we'll spend Christmas together. So <clears throat> throughout it, some crazy shit starts happening because, you know, she came from a cult and then she starts seeing things or things start changing or she starts hallucinating or no, no one knows. And then you just watch it. And as the movie goes on, it gets wilder and wilder. And then in the end, oh, my goodness. So you check that one out, too. That's The Lodge. So there's a whole bunch of other ones that I've never seen or heard of, like Under the Shadow and Gerald's Game and Veronica. I mean, there's some, there's some very interesting movies. Well, I mean... These are all, they all seem like really nice movies. It comes at a night um, uh, uh, as above, see below. I mean, there's lots of really cool, interesting movies on there. But one horror movie that uh, I've always liked was, uh, I think it's like the, it's a Spanish movie. I think it translates to like the skin you're in or something like that. It's like Antonio Banderas. Oh, and he has like a wife that, or like this girl that he loves that dies. And then there's like some like punk ass dude. And then he like <laughs> forces him to have like a sex change and like turn into his wife. There's always some punk ass dude. Yeah. It's some, it's some fucking crazy shit, but it's Damn. like, it's a really good movie. Now that we've gone through this, what's, what's your favorite horror movies? Man, I like so many horror movies because I grew up watching it. That's something that me and my family would do all the time. We get together and watch popcorn and watch scary yeah. movies. And so I've seen so many. Um, I guess it really just depends 
Um, I guess nowadays I did like, of course, Cabin in the Woods. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I like Cabin in the Woods too. Uh, I like Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like a funny dude. I remember when that came yeah, out. That's, that's hilarious. Check that one out. That one's funny. If you haven't seen that one, check it out. That shit is hilarious. It is. It's a horror movie, but it's kind of a comedy because it plays on all the typical tropes that you see in a horror movie. You see, well, it's, it's Dale and Tucker. They buy a cabin, uh, a vacation home in the middle of the woods, and it ends up being a piece of shit. And so they're yeah. trying to fix the house. But these kids come into town to vacation because one of them's their relative or something has a house out there and they see them and they're they look all hillbilly. So they assume that shit's going to go crazy and shit does. Damn. So check that out. Yeah, I like that. That's really cool. It's such a branching genre. Something might be horror to someone and it might not be to other. It's like kind of like. It's kind of like the same as comedy. There's so many different comedies out there. It it's very interesting to look at. Maybe anybody else can think of any comedies. Always email us um, SwitzerlandMonroe at gmail dot com. Any suggestions? We'll check it out, look into it, and uh, give more suggestions. All right, let's move on. We're going to talk some sports. Some sports ball. So uh, I guess we could start and let's just start with basketball real quick because Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, stepped down. Yep. Some people, well, China was sitting out messages and reporting, saying that if you mess with China, if you hurt China's feelings, then yeah. you pay the price. But it's been reported that he stepped down of his own, you know, decision. So uh so for open for interpretation or debate, you know, I don't I don't really know. But he's gone. So and then also we thought that maybe we were gonna get Tyron Lou, the former coach of Cleveland, but he signed with the Clippers. So that maybe opens up the opportunity for Jeff Van Gundy. But I hear that James Harden wouldn't necessarily like that. But then I hear a whole lot of trade stuff. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. What do you think about the Daryl Morey shit? Let, Tillman Fertitta came to Daryl Morey and said, hey, I'm going to fire you or you're going to leave. Damn. And that's a cut because... Um, I mean, the Capella contract was terrible. I the Chris Paul could have worked if the if the they didn't sign Clint Capella. I mean, he, I really liked Capella, but he just like he, he once he got the contract, he just stopped caring. It was pretty obvious. But uh, the West, I mean, it worked. The Westbrook is good. Covington, Harden, all like what they wanted to do with D'Antoni. It all like it all worked really well. I think firing people during this COVID's kind of like BS. But I, I think, I think letting D'Antoni go, letting Daryl Morey, letting Bill O'Brien, getting all of those people out in Houston in general, and just getting starting anew. I think that's a really good idea. You think so? That you just clean house. Yeah, they they've got a good roster. They just need to get they just need to get some bigs. They've never really had a good big since Yao. So I mean, when, it, all you need is one big, and you're back in contention. People say that they're done, but I mean, James Harden, James Harden is a transcendent generational player. So it's like you can never count the Rockets out. So baseball uh currently as we are doing this podcast the astros are up on the race seven to two oh yeah in the seventh inning so it, i'm not saying that it's safe to say that they have it but it's looking good in there for them to push this to a seventh game be the second team to overcome this deficit i mean the rays are a really good team you can't count them out they'd they're here for a reason. They would have. They were here last year. They're here this year. They're gonna be here next year. 
I feel like we embracing the hate. We've been embracing the hate and the villainy. Mad villainy. Well, the thing the thing is, is okay, like I still don't even care about the cheating, but it's like they did it one time three years ago and they still went to the World Series again and w- played seven games in another World Series in 2019. So it's like people who hate are just dumb. And, P- and then Astros fans that left, like I said, I'm not big on them ever since 06, not winning a single game. But I'll never say that I'm not an Astros fan. So don't you ever, don't you can't turn your back on, on the Astros. It's the H, baby. It's the H for the H. All right. So NFL, so far, uh, the Patriots cancel some practices because of COVID being yeah, rampant they, along them. Yeah, that who maybe it's just because it's cold and everyone's just getting flu or something like that or maybe they just can't stay away from each other. I don't even know what the hell is going on. It seems like most everybody else has a handle on this and like what three it's like three teams don't. It's very strange. Or maybe the Patriots are just getting punished. <laughs> Karma. I mean, how many players opted out and then Cam Newton missed like is gonna miss a bunch of games maybe and then it's just like it's just one thing after another for I mean like Bill Belichick's really getting tested. Like <laughs> he like last year he was the greatest coach ever and then now it's like it's just like, dude, like if he can if Bill Belichick can get to the playoffs and like the wild card because there's no way he's beating the Bills this year. So it's like if he can, if he can get into the playoffs, it'll cement that Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. And he didn't. And that it wasn't Tom Brady, and that was him. Yeah, because he needs Tom Brady. Really, what he needs is Tom Brady to fail, and he needs to succeed in order for people to really be like, yeah. But Tom Brady's good on the on the Bucks and. Yeah, even though he forget what down it is, he's still <laughs> he's still a top ten quarterback in my opinion. <laughs> so, do you think any more games are gonna get canceled? Or yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna come out that more teams are just gonna get more whatever, and so it's just the NFL is gonna have to make a decision. It's like, do we how like? What's the cost? Are we going to get sued by a bunch of players for like making the, like not having proper protocol? Like, think about it. Like, imagine if you're like a low level player and you get cut during this, then it's like you could just be like, oh, I got COVID and I'm going to sue you. You know what I'm saying? So they have to be very careful about like what they do in this situation because it's not, it's new territory. We've never been through this kind of thing before. So there's going to be tons of lawsuits. So I feel if the NFL does do a full Super Bowl season, I'd be surprised. They canceled the Pro Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So they already know. But besides that, um, are you hopeful for the Texans and Titans game? I I like the Texans roster. But maybe because O'Brien and the franchise and everyone kind of just didn't work. But now, now they have no choice but to be creative and do weird, crazy shit. So it's like... I feel like they can be successful and go to the playoffs, but I'd I'd be surprised if the I'd honestly be surprised if the Texans made it to the playoffs. Looking how well like the Colts and the Titans are playing, like if they can beat them, then it just really shows how good Deshaun Watson is. Speaking of Titans, so the Thursday night football this week got canceled because Buffalo played Tennessee and got mollywopped, and yeah. then their schedule was to play again that Thursday. So, no, they canceled that at all. So, after that mollywopping, <laughs> yeah. the Titans are going to be coming up against these Texans. So, it's going to be scary. This will probably be one of the – this will probably be a great challenge as far as the division goes. I mean, I'm not so worried about the Colts, but this shit, this is, this, this is a big test in the division. Yeah. I mean, 
the thing about football is that anybody it's like any given Sunday, it's like, yeah, the Titans did really well against the Bills, but it's like the Bills were undefeated and they had weakness. Now that now like if the Titans played them again, I'd highly doubt it would happen like that as well. But I mean, the Texans are a good matchup, even though they have Jadavian Clowney and Vic Beasley and all these like really good front seven guys. The thing is, is that they have a worse quarterback. You know, they don't have Deshaun Watson. So like I said, it's just going to come down to Deshaun. If Deshaun can get them into the playoffs, he's going to win MVP this year. It's not like, it's no if, ands or buts about it. All right. So this, I guess that's it. I mean, I guess I'd take a break, but we already used up, the break before (laughs) (laughs) what we got here what's what's uh we're like at 47 all right i'm good with that (laughs) all right so that being edited out and this being edited out i just keep before that (laughs) all right so is there anything else you want to talk about or we want to give a hint into next week Talk about the axe you got from Harbor Freight. Oh shit! Yeah, we should talk about that now before we. Yeah. Before, good, good. So, um, I went and bought some wood from a place, Williams Firewood. That's off of Pinemont. Um, and I got some pecan wood and some oak, and I ended up using that to wood smoke a ribeye steak. Nice. But I realized when I got it that I had no way. It didn't fit in my my, my little grill. So I was like, shit, I got to find a way to break this stuff down. And then I thought, hmm, I need an axe. And I ended up going to Harbor Freight. Yeah. And I bought an axe there for like $8.65 or some shit like that. And I was like, damn, Harbor Freight has some cool tools and all sorts of things that I didn't know I needed. I never really thought to go to Harbor Freight and I pass it up all the time. Yeah. Harbor Freight's dope. It really is. If you need a tool and you don't want to pay for it, don't go to Home Depot or Lowe's. Go to Harbor Freight because, like, you'll find they have the best coupons in the world. Like, they have, like, hey, you want a free multimeter? Boom. Coupon. The same fucking axe that I bought at Harbor Freight for eight sixty five was fucking thirty dollars at Lowe's and fucking twenty seven dollars at Home Depot. Yeah, and it's gonna be exactly the same. It might be a different brand, but it's made by the ma- same manufacturer, and that's what Harbor Freight does. They get, they like cut the middleman, go straight to the manufacturer, and then get their own shit. Like they have like uh, their own Harbor Freight brand zip ties that are literally the cheapest you can find anywhere and they're better than the expensive ones. It's insane. I don't know what type of tools, motherfucker. I mean, they got welder. They got welding tools there. I thought that was dope. Yeah, any like automotive, farm, ranch, like all sorts of metal saws and like blades. home improvement. You need a drill press. They got a drill press. You, you need like a file and a sander. They got that. You need a fucking hammer, and it's like, it's like, why would you even go to any other store? Home, Arbor Freight is like one of my favorite places of all time. We don't want these places to close down. Arbor Freight's a huge business. No, but still, it doesn't matter if it's a huge business or not. If if it's around the areas, they'll still close That's the shit true. down. Like the Office Depot off of two ninety. Yeah, you're right. They close that shit. All the useful stores always go to the wayside because of the fucking Amazon and Walmart. <laughs> it's like, but so much shit on there is like how much? Is, like, hold on. Let's see how much an axe is on Amazon. And seventy dollars. God damn, for real. 66, 38, 23, 24. See, even the ones on Amazon are overpriced. 29, 59. You'll get you $59 for your ads. 37, 49. It's Fiskers. Fiskers is a good company. Oh, shit. It's a Fisker? It's a motherfucking Fisker? All right, those motherfuckers got cars and they got scissors and shit. 
car, the Fisker car. Is that the same fucking company? That's not the same company. <laughs> Fisker Karma. <laughs> Son Cars, of a bitch. That strikes again, don't it's, I? It's made of fucking recycled plastic and reclaimed wood, and yet it's like a $100,000 car. <laughs> it's like you fucking got this shit out of the trash, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Recycle. <laughs> they have this thing called the on Amazon called the Kindling Cracker Firewood Splitter, and it's literally like a guillotine looking thing. Jesus, it is a guillotine <laughs> thing. I'll be afraid to handle that. Je- <laughs> that wood doesn't stand a chance. You like punch the wood with the guillotine to to <laughs> kindling splitter, whatever like, that. Damn, means. are we cutting firewood or we put it on trial for being a witch? Come on, man. <laughs> all right i guess that's enough i mean anything else you want to add no, i think <laughs> we, we're good we got a bonus <laughs> we got some bonus time bonus barnacle Bon the bonus barnacle <laughs> what's the what we need a, what's the third one bonus barnacle something battalion bonus that sounds like we have an army well yeah we do have an army of like 150 people that sounds more like a militia (laughs) (laughs) no it's an army (laughs) everyone is important we're all like we're all navy seal level ninjas so not only are we an army we are also a navy yeah so in the case of cash money being an army so needed a navy. We already have a navy, and yeah. we also have an army. Exactly. Damn. See Barnacle Show. I guess it's time for us to sign off. Switzerland Monroe. And Ripley with an eye. You can't stand up to our army, baby. See you later, buddy buddies. Bye. My name is Melvin, and I'm from Greenwich, Connecticut. I like long walks on the beach, smoking weed in my drawers, and fucking on your bitch. So you can imagine how hard it is trying to find somebody who can keep up. Luckily, there's a dates per date now. Through the use of algorithms and a whole bunch of other shit I don't understand, I went from being with no one to being with anyone. Now, am I happy? Nope. But at least I ain't alone. <laughs> Thanks, Dayspirit. Dayspirit, we're the difference between life and cats.